I'm Theo. And I'm Juliet. And this is Apologies Accepted. We offer an entertaining look at some of the big issues in history by examining public apologies of the famous and infamous. We're looking at politicians, serial killers, actors, and you. Send us a public apology you would like to make, and we'll read it on the air and give you a chance to redeem yourself or just get some guilt off your shoulders. We're here for you. Once a week, maybe more if you're really, really sorry. Accepted the, the podcast. podcast, and I'm not Theo, and I'm not Juliet, but we are coming to and you on Easter Sunday. I, I had to get that. Say, up. We all, we both wish you all a very happy Easter, even though by the time you listen to this, it will be past Easter. So I hope you had a good Easter and uh, and a happy Passover, you are which a Christian and happy right. Passover, whether you are not a Christian. Um. And what's, oh, what's shaken bacon? Again, so much of nothing, and the weather hasn't helped. It's rained here, like, nonstop, and I've been trapped inside, so I've been playing Little House oh. in the Prairie. Like, I'm going to oh. clean out this closet, and then I'm going to take all the things I find, and I'm going to donate them. And sure, yeah, no, I didn't do any of that. I just sat I and watched the rain and complained house, about it. Oh, you didn't do it. No, uh, I had all these great ideas for nice. home improvement. Um, yeah, I mean... Meh, it was fine. It was nice. Uh, but I did do one nice thing. I went to a birthday dinner on Friday night and uh, it was with a small group of people, about six people. Well, actually, mm-hmm. it was six people. I don't know why I can't count as mm-hmm. high as six. And um, we were talking and we got on to medical surgery. And last week you had asked me, like, would I ever go to Mexico and would I ever get a procedure uh-huh. done there? And I'd been like... And I had said, no, I wouldn't go to Mexico, although I had gone to Turkey for cosmetic surgery. And um, and the reason I wouldn't go to Mexico is just, I, again, have this 1980s idea of what the infrastructure in Mexico is like. So right. um, it would feel real dicey to me. Probably the most beautiful clinics in the world. I don't know. I haven't gone to look. Uh, mm-hmm. So one of the, I'll keep this real vague. One of the party attendees mentioned that a friend of hers had spent $55,000 in the United States getting his teeth done. Okay. Implants, right? And years, whatever, yeah. I said, $55,000, you can buy a child for thirty five, And <laughs> I thought that was funny, right? I think I said, uh-huh. you can buy a whole child at 35, which makes a joke <laughs> funnier, right? You can buy a whole child for 35. Um, four people looked at me horrified. One did not because it was James and he knows how I am. Right. These are people who know me. Um, and then I was like, you guys, that was totally a joke. I don't know how much kids cost, (laughs) which I thought was really funny too. Right. But then Uh that moved the subject into Wayfair and the shipping of children yes. and wardrobes. The stories that their furniture is yeah. actually not furniture for sale because it's so expensive. You actually get children instead or both. Yeah. You get your child in the wardrobe. Yeah. And then um, yeah. and, and it kind of stayed there for a little while, right? Because then it mm-hmm. sort of moved into, well, those wardrobes are not on Wayfair anymore. So maybe there was, <laughs> there was nothing about, there was nothing true in that, everybody. Um and then, um, then we celebrated the birthday, which was uh, lovely and beautiful. But what I learned awesome. is I kind of do need to watch what I say. Um, <laughs> so we'll see what happens with this uh, episode and the subject matter. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Could be, uh, could be, could be sketchy. Could, oh, it's, it is yeah. nothing but thin ice, and we are skating. So I, <laughs> I apologize in advance for all the things I'm going to say. Um, but yeah, so, you know, what's shaking bacon? That's kind of it. Um, in world awesome. news, Donald Trump didn't go to jail, as predicted. Um, I guess, it's not even I guess, this month or in May, he's up for rape charges in New York. And oh. 
Um, all of this may feel very tangential, but I promise it it is related to the show's topic today. Um, and I I have just like when does it stop with Donald Trump and the Republican Party and all of the nonsense? And I I continue to not have an answer. So um, we'll put a pin in that and then I will very uncomfortably wrench this conversation back to what's shaking bacon, what's going on with you? How's San Francisco treating you? Have you been stabbed or hit with a lead pipe yet? Or stepped on a needle or anything? No, uh, absolutely not. It is just as beautiful here as it's always been. Um, I went for a walk along Chrissy Field this morning with my dog and I encountered no homeless people and no, no stabbers or murderers or anybody even sketchy looking. I did see a nice uh, coffee truck that I regret I didn't get coffee from, but it was a good, uh, it was a good walk. So um, my bacon for this week is that I'm going to go to Norway next month. You know. With my cousin. I am. I'm going to Oslo. Have you been? No. And I'm so mad. I mean, I'm so happy for you. (laughs) I hope it's fun. My cousin um, knows a, a Kirtan singer or Kirtan musician. I don't really know quite what that's all about yet, but apparently he's very popular. Um, so there's a workshop and a and a, a concert, if you call it that. I'm not sure. Um, in May, so she wants to go. She wanted to go initially. She was planning on going to Amsterdam, and, and then she's like, "Well, we could go to Norway instead." And I was like, "Let's go to the one in Norway because I've been to Amsterdam." So, um, so uh, we're gonna go there. She's gonna go to the concert. I'm not sure. I might go too, just to see, just to check it out. But she's gonna stay the weekend, and I'm probably gonna stay about a week because once I'm there, I might as well enjoy it. That's how I figure it. Well, after your cousin leaves, because you won't no, enjoy it. While I don't mean he's that. There. <laughs> As long as I'm there, I might as well stay a little a little extra is what I'm saying, because who knows when I'll get around to going back. There's so many other places I want to go that I may never get back to Norway. Um, but but that's how I feel every time I go somewhere. So. So, yeah. So um, that's huge. I, I, we, I think it's going to be fun. And oh, I was going to say that we probably should have talked to me about my my bacon before we talked to you about yours because you had a nice segue into our topic of the of the week. And I do not have a nice segue into our topic of the week. Well, I didn't even think about that because I always go first with the bacon and then uh-huh. you do. And it was, yeah. So, um, yes. Yeah, so either way, now we can, now we'll wrench it from bacon back <laughs> no, to our segue. Yeah. Over to, to the show story. topic. Yes. Which is Mark Foley. So you may remember Mark Foley from about 2006. Uh, he had been a congressman in South Florida from 1995 and, until 1990, 2006. Uh, he actually was known for leading the House Caucus on Missing and Exploited Children and for championing laws against sexual predators. However, in 2006, it turned out that he had himself sent sexually explicit messages to teenage boys who had served as congressional pages. Who would have thought it? Who would have thought? I Were you shocked? Um, was I shocked that a congressman was sexting um, teens? Teenagers? No, I wasn't no. shocked. Um, but was I embarrassed and horrified that it was a male texting other oh, we'll underage boys? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So the FBI and the Florida Department of Law Enforcement investigated and did not find any criminal activity. But the uh, Florida Department of Law Enforcement Commissioner Gerald Bailey said the FDLE conducted as thorough and comprehensive investigation as possible, considering Congress and Mr. Foley denied us access to critical data. Now, how can they do that? I mean, we don't we don't have the answer to that question. But how can you deny the police or the Department of Law Enforcement access to data that they need for a, 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 criminal, a criminal investigation? investigation? I have no Should idea. I didn't think you could. Brought up on charges for doing that. Or why couldn't the um, the boys who got the the text turn, turn over, over their stuff? Maybe but there was I, other other. I don't know. I oh, don't know. oh, you but mean so it, something beyond the the sext messages? Yeah, yeah there may have yeah. been other things they were doing. I don't understand why it's 
not a crime to for an adult to send a text message to an underage person. And I'll be real stickler here, even if it's like you're 17 and it's the eve of your birthday and you're going to be 18 the next day, the law's the uh-huh. law, right? So yeah, I agree. Yeah, the law's the law. Is there you don't can't rationalize it away? Um, so I th- why is it legal to send a text message as an adult to a child and say sexual things like Mark Foley did and then right. ask for photos? I don't think I, it is. I, I, so how could no? I, right, and here we are. We are the greatest legal minds in this country, and if we're stumped by this. <laughs> America has no hope. It's America a, has no hope. Yeah. That's true. No, stupid so, political stuff. Somebody put on some political heat somewhere and they were just like, nope, secret Congress stuff. You can't have access exactly. to this. Probably. Yeah. And, uh, and the investigation was also, go ahead. Oh, no. And then I was going to say, and um, I, I'll take it a step further into speculation land, right? And say that because it was a man sending this to boys, um, males, sexual harassment of males is treated differently than sexual harassment of females. And so even the arresting, well, sorry, they weren't arresting officers, but even the people investigating were probably like, well, that was just to some guys. Who cares? Yeah, could be. Easy enough to let it go. Um, Part of the reason that he didn't get um, charged for sexting underage teenage boys is because he actually waited until they were 18 to start sexting them. I'm not, not 18. The, the age of consent in Florida is 16. Oh. So he waited until they were, they were 16 to start sexting them. Um, like he waited until the moment I'm sure they turned 16 uh, to start. That was their birthday messages. greeting from him. Yeah, yeah exactly. I Happy didn't birthday, realize 18. age of consent yeah. was 16. And I just, I just assumed it's 18 across the nation. No, I think it's different everywhere. I, yeah, I think it's very much different everywhere. Yeah. That's crazy to me. That it, it could crazy. be perfectly fine if it you're should, 16 in Florida. And Kentucky, but then, you're 15 or 14. And, and California, you're 18. And it's all treated differently. Yeah. It's, well, it's I know, nuts. like with marriage, there there are allowances for young age, which is super gross in my opinion. Um I think it's the same thing, age of consent, right? That's when you can get married or but sex. I, <laughs> or sex, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, You know what? It, just because the whole subject matter is so like, what? For me, um, I, as it is for a lot of people, you know, um, mm-hmm. sexual relationships with, with underage people. Um, yeah. I, I didn't get into the whole when and how is it legal? Because that's right. a Google I search I don't need on my laptop. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Absolutely. When can I legally Absolutely. sex a 14-year-old? <laughs> or which states can I marry how? a 12-year-old? Yeah. 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 No, good point. I hadn't thought about that. But um, yeah, but but we could always do the research for the next time a Republican sex an underage teenager. Well, let's start uh, now because it'll, it'll be again, tomorrow. I'm sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so he sent emails from his personal AOL account uh, to at least one former congressional page, asking the page to send a picture of himself, uh, among other things. And his office confirmed that Foley had sent the messages, but said that it it regularly asked for pictures of people who might ask for recommendations, and that the page had requested a recommendation. So. That's how he got around this asking for pictures, because I guess he didn't say, send me a naked picture. He just said, send me a picture. And uh, and then his office was like, oh, yeah, we just need it for, to remind the, 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 the congressman what the dude looks like when he asks for a recommendation. The original news report then prompted another page to come forward. And uh, ABC News then reported that it had seen excerpts of sexually explicit instant messages allegedly sent by Foley. Uh, The instant messages made repeated references to sexual organs and acts. The news report accused Foley of inviting one boy to stay at his house in exchange for oral sex and asked for another boy to send pictures of his genitalia. And an example of one uh, part of a conversation is uh, Mr. Foley wrote to one page, what are you wearing? And the kid says T-shirt and shorts, which is obviously like him trying to def- 
defer, defuse yeah. the situation. Yeah. Um, and instead, Mr. Foley replied, love to slip them off you and grab the one-eyed snake. So he, he, he was obviously, he, he knew what he was doing. He had something in mind. He wasn't at all, um, after the kid was old enough, he wasn't at all uh, trying to hide what he was doing. No, there's no, there, there's no question. About there's no ambiguity here at all. The, Thank you. There's no subtext. It's, this is just right in your face. No puns intended. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And the kid who sent the text messages to ABC News was a congressional page in 2001 and 2002. And he said in Politico, during that year, Foley sent sexual instant messages to at least three of my classmates. The messages weren't flirtatious, though some started that way, but out and out lewd. Two of those recipients continued to receive them well after their time in the PAGE program had elapsed, extending into our college years. Many of us who were PAGES at the time knew that the conversations had taken place. Some of us even shared copies of the message logs among ourselves. And Stanton said that he turned the transcripts over to ABC News, who called Foley's press secretary and read him excerpts. And an hour later, ABC News was told that Foley was stepping down. So this isn't just about Foley, because Dennis Hastert, who was then Speaker of the House, said in a press conference that he would have demanded Foley's expulsion from the House if Foley had tried to stay in office. But Hastert himself was later described by a federal district court judge as a serial child molester, and he was jailed in 2016 for illegally structuring bank withdrawals in an attempt to hide his own sexual abuse of four high school boys during his pre-congressional career. So it's Dennis Hastert, you're an asshole too. Always the people who scream the loudest, who yeah. have yeah. a reason to point and say, look over there. Look at that. Absolutely. And then more pages came forward. So a history of inappropriate conduct by Foley dated back at least 10 years. Um, and his lawyer said that he was not a pedophile and asserted that he had not had contact, quote unquote, with a minor. He then also said that he had a drinking problem and had made those communications while drunk. And he checked himself into a rehab clinic on October, October 2nd, 2006. And his lawyer revealed that Foley claimed he was molested by a clergyman when he was between the ages of 13 and 15 and added, Mark wants you to know he is a gay man. To which right. I say, fuck you, Mark Foley, for why are you even bringing that up? What are you doing? You are, you are, you are adding to the perception that gay men are pedophiles or that pedophiles are gay men. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, yeah, no thanks, Mark Foley. Keep your mouth shut. No, it's, it's, it's that thing of I've been caught and I need to change the conversation around from what I did yeah. to yeah. something else. And Let's don't I deserve a hug and sympathy? And, oh, you're so brave for coming out. Um, somebody else did that. And I can't think of who it is now. Um uh, it'll know. come. It'll come to me tomorrow. Okay. But I absolutely okay. don't need yeah. it. I'll just be like John Travolta, right? Um, so it wasn't John Travolta, but somebody came out as gay for doing a to bad thing. Attention. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, okay, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, All right. I don't have any memory of anything. So, yeah. So there was a House Ethics Committee report later um, that uh, concluded that. Dennis Hastert and his top staff probably knew for months, if not years, of Mark Foley's inappropriate contact with former House pages, but did nothing to protect the pages. And as a result, indirectly or directly, the House page program was discontinued in 2011. Instead of trying to protect the pages from the people who were preying on them, they discontinued the page program. And they didn't discontinue the Senate page program. They, did, they only discontinued the House page program. So that is pure bullshit, in my opinion. What are you going to, I mean, what are you going to say? Doing otherwise would be, that would be crazy. That would be what a leftist liberal would do. Would try to protect the pages? Yes. yes. That is exactly what a liberal would do, a leftist liberal would do. He would take so the opportunity have, away from those children. Uh, Mark Foley's apology, which is one sentence. And he said, I am deeply sorry, and I apologize for letting down my family and the people of Florida I've had the privilege to represent. So before we start judging the apology, and we'll also go into the statement by his attorney, um, you had some information about what Mark Foley is up to these days. Right, because it's, 
it's an uncomfortable subject to research, right? It's like every little thread just led to a place that I don't have an interest in going to. I, I don't want to know these things. You know, how many children are molested in America? I don't want to know, right? Um, famous um, sex scandals. Okay, I mean, interesting, but then famous sex scandals <laughs> involving children. Kind of not so interesting, yeah, right? Don't really um, know. Yeah, because it just it ends in sadness. Nobody gets paid. It's that was a great joke. It landed nowhere. That makes me so angry. <laughs> I am. I was gonna say, if would it be better if they did get paid? <laughs> well, now I have to make up a joke about that, child maybe. labor. Um, yeah. Okay. I am no. I've so so. We're just gonna say. The thing that felt most comfortable was, what's up with Mark now? And boy, am I glad that yeah. I looked. Yeah. So, oh, oh it's oh. great. It's great. Uh, well, I'm making it sound greater than it is. It's that whole rehabilitation <laughs> tour, right? Oh, oh I need God. to be forgiven. I'm going to be forgiven. What sexting scandal? That wasn't me. Oh. Um, yeah. And it gets to this, to... For me, what the topic really is, which is the Republican cognitive dissonance, the willful blindness, the absolute hypocrisy, right? Mm. Um, you have that woman from that place whose name I refuse to ever say, just out of pure yeah. childish spiteness. Spiteness? Sure. I agree. Um, but she's uh, she's that blonde congresswoman who's very QAnon, and um, anybody who, who everybody will know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, Okay, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I have to say it. And, <laughs> and she called the Democratic Party the party of pedophiles and then launched yeah. some ad, which I saw about 10 seconds of. So I don't know if it was a real ad or like a Twitter thing that she did. No idea, I think it right? Was a real ad. But like that Joe Biden is a, is a pedophile, right? And it shows him Ridiculous. going to hug the little boy who had the stutter. Um, and oh yeah yeah and that hug made me cry right i that was a really uh -huh. touching beautiful moment and and to take something that was so genuine and twist it into something yeah. that is so ugly uh, to, okay so enough about that cuz it's not about joe biden although it kind of it will get there um so important to note that mark foley was not charged with a crime um and in a sentence that should never come out of anyone's mouth said he never had sexual contact with underage pages who worked in the U.S. Capitol, right? Mm. Great. Okay, cool. So uh, I looked for some podcasts because I was like, eh, it's got to be a podcast on Mark Foley. This was big news in 2006, 17 years ago. Um, and, and there was not. There was not a single podcast. The stuff that wow. came up. Um, I had nothing to do with it, but there was one political, uh, podcast that came up and it was called the John Phillips show and it aired on mm -hmm. April 3rd of 2023. So actually just a few days ago and the John Phillips oh, show. Yeah. I mean, okay. Um, John Phillips, the subject matter or the headline was Mark Foley. So I was expecting it to be sort of a recap of the Mark Foley sex scandal. I'll use those mm -hmm. words, right? And no, Mark Foley was the guest. Mark Foley was the guest. So the John Phillips show airs weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. on 790 AM KABC. So AM channel, what, there's 10 listeners, um, but owned by ABC. So this is a legitimate news station and this was a legitimate, sure. legitimate, as opposed to an illegitimate news like us. Um, mm -hmm. So legitimate news. And it's right wing because, of course, it's AM talk radio. And mm -hmm. they were going into all the Trump stuff, right? Oh, the Democrats mm -hmm. are um, going after Trump and Alan Bragg, the DA, said that 
he he based his whole campaign on going after Trump, and now he's going after Trump, right? It was all this stuff about mm. Joe Biden's leading the circus. And I'm like, you guys, I don't know what universe you live in, but Joe Biden has not mm. said one word. He is not directing the Department of Justice, nor is he directing the state of New York to prosecute Donald Trump, right? None of mm-hmm. this is political. This is all corporate, blah, 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 blah. So the host made a point, which I thought was interesting, that um, too bad Donald Trump didn't have a mugshot taken because if he'd had a mugshot, that mugshot could appear on T-shirts and hats and mugs, right? And mm-hmm. Trump would make a fortune selling that merchandise. And so the question was put to Mark Foley, um, you know, if you were Donald Trump, what would you do with your mugshot? This is a direct quote. Oh, my God. Frankly, John, I'd be mortified if I had a mugshot to be posted anywhere. So I don't think I'd celebrate it. But then again, I'm not Donald Trump, who's been a marketing genius all of his life. Um, it's Lord. the mugshot that would be mortifying for you. So, of course, this yeah. right wing talk show has this guy who was sexting um, inappropriate messages to people that he had been attracted to while they were underage. Um, yeah, and then waited until they were of age. So he, and in Theo's world, they're still underage because 16 isn't, there's no age of consent for 16, everybody. And 18 also, I think is questionable. It really should be, yeah, it should be 40. Um, so, um, so, so why was Mark Foley on this show in the first place? To talk about Donald Trump and, and Mark Foley as a, um, former representative of Congress understands politics, right? Okay. Um, and Go so ahead. that's why. And it was Mark Foley. And the interesting thing I'll say, and I did listen to all 27 minutes of it, um, mm-hmm. and it was very painful because I don't know if you've ever watched Fox News for five minutes in the evenings. Not lately. Okay. Five minutes in, and I'm just like, what the fuck are you people talking about? That yeah. none of what you're saying is factually true, right? Um, right? So kind of the same thing. It was about how the case against Donald Trump is so weak, but the Democrats hate him so much. And yet at the same time, the the conversation did this dance around Donald Trump where um, he's the savior of the Republican Party and all things good, but also... Um, has put himself in a corner by doing questionable things that are open to prosecution. Right. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand the mindset. Um, but again, it's this cognitive dissonance. It's this, it's this outright hypocrisy that allows Republicans yeah. to say, Oh, Democrats are pedophiles. Let's have a pedophile on our show to talk about Donald Trump and what he's going to be doing. It's ridiculous. Um, and th- so, unbearable. Oh, Crazy. Um, okay, so going back to April 9th of um, 2022, so one year ago, this is from Business Insider, uh, former Republican Representative Mark Foley, who resigned his West Palm Beach district seat in 2006 over a messaging scandal, has made $118,250 in donations and sponsorship to the Republican Party of Palm Beach County since 2010. He's making these donations through his ex-campaign committee, Friends of Mark Foley for yeah. Congress. Um, so Mar Mar Largo sits right, I can't say right in the center of Palm Beach County, but it's in Palm Beach County, right? Mm-hmm. And so Mark is helping the party. That party is the home seat to Donald Trump. Um, and the Republican Party of Palm Beach County appears to have previously welcomed Mark Foley into its fold honoring him in 2019 with a service award at its Lobster Fest dinner in Boca Raton. Boca. Oh, God. Um, and this was reported in the Florida Sun Sentinel. Roger Stone has called Foley a great American patriot and, ready, a man who doesn't need to apologize because let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Oh, my God. Direct quote. And I'm going to say on this Easter Sunday given that this is religious observance of the resurrection of Jesus Christ in Christian um, lore, mythology, belief, faith, 
uh, that got a little more religious than I wanted it to, but I'm going to make up for it with one of my favorite jokes of all time. It's totally appropriate. So Roger Stone says that Mark Foley doesn't need to apologize because let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Do you know the story behind that saying? Tell us. Well, okay, I will. (laughs) (laughs) That was a genuine question, but I will tell you. So thank you. Jesus is walking through town and his followers are with him and he sees a group of people encircling this woman who has been accused of prostitution, sex work, and they're getting ready to stone her to death. And Jesus mm-hmm. enters the center of the circle and spreads his arms out to protect the woman and says, let ye who is without sin cast the first stone. And all of a sudden, this huge boulder comes flying over the heads of everybody and hits the woman, striking her dead instantly. And Jesus turns around and says, you know, Mom, sometimes you really piss me off. (laughs) How you've never heard that joke? I've known that joke since like the fifth grade. I can't believe I haven't told you that joke a hundred times. Um, Maybe you have. I don't know, but I don't remember it. I'll tell you again next Easter. Okay, okay. so uh, the Republican Party of Palm Beach County begged its followers on Facebook to reclaim our school board on issues from woke activism to parental rights. Right. And so this is the thing that's happening in Florida right now, which is um, the schools are just these hotbeds of sexual conversations between um, kindergartners and teachers and first through third graders and teachers Um, Hmm. And so there's a belief in the right wing that schools are failing to get permission from parents when they're uh, when the subject matter of the lesson is going to touch upon race relations, sexual orientation or gender identity. Um, Critics who say the right wing is overreacting have called Florida's um, school laws the don't say gay law, but Republicans are calling it the anti-grooming bill. So. Representative Groomer, um, Mark Foley, donated 25000 to Palm Beach State College to help launch a scholarship in his name for police academy recruits, and the college has publicly lauded it. Um, some Republicans in Florida have accepted donations for their campaigns from um, Mark Foley's friends of Mark Foley uh, campaign fund, right? So... Mark had raised all of his money when he was in Congress to get reelected, and then he resigned. And however laws work out, that money gets to sit with his campaign, and he does get to spend it, but he can't spend it on himself, right? Um, or not directly on himself, because, of course, he's buying political favor by making donations right. to congressmen and sponsoring, I don't know, whatever he might be sponsoring, Um Okay, so Mike Caruso got $2,000 and Rick Roth got $5,000. But some people have returned the funds, like Rusty Roberts. um, And this is a quote from Jim Huckaba, who's the campaign treasurer for Rusty Roberts. So too many names, doesn't matter. One Republican Mm -hmm. returned the check. It was a $1,000 donation. And the quote was, Mr. Foley's check was part of a larger group of checks deposited by the campaign administration staff or administrative staff. So when we learned about the contribution, um, Rusty Roberts instructed us to return the contribution to Mr. Foley with appreciation. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thanks for the money that we're not going to accept. Thank you so much. In 26, yeah, right? Totally weird. In 2016, Representative Brian Mast, a Republican in Florida, received 2000 from Foley's campaign, um, but he publicized that he never cashed the check and did not want to accept Foley's donations. Um, Mast supports Florida school laws, imploring critics on Twitter to stop trying to force your views on sexuality onto our children. And so I'll say like, all right, you've you're kind of standing up for what you're talking about. And so, yeah, even though I might disagree with your, with the reason I agree with protecting children, I might disagree with your reasoning as to what's truly endangering children. Cause it's not drag Queens reading books, everybody. Um, right. Right. Uh, so anyway, uh, 
as you mentioned, Foley went into rehab after resigning from Congress for alcohol and emotional issues. Um, and then his lawyer discussed that the congressman had been molested by a Catholic clergyman when he was a teenager. Um, you know, and then they threw out that. And I'm gay, so I really deserve some sympathy. 16 years okay. after leaving office, Foley still has $426,289.38 in cash on hand. Foley's funds have been donated to the Museum of the Bible in Washington, D.C., to food banks, and the gay chorus Voices of Pride in Palm Beach. And guys, if you took money from Mark Foley, that's a double fuck you. Um, in yep. an interview with the Sun Sentinel in 2019, Foley said he missed his political life. Um, basically, mm -hmm. his this politics had been his life for so many years. And open quote. You know, it's hard to be in a room with people that were your huge supporters and you let them down. So there's a bit of, you know, sadness. And that is what Mark Foley is doing today. He is working to... Trying to rehabilitate himself. Rehabilitate himself, maintain some influence in politics. He's a lobbyist. I have no much money. I have no much money. That's true. I have no much money. I have no <laughs> idea how much money he has himself personally. But, you know... Yeah. Lobbyists aren't poor. Generally speaking, the good ones yes, are right. So unless he's using the money, the four hundred some thousand dollars that's in his bank account from uh, when he was a more active politician himself, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. It sucks. He sucks. This is a war story. Um, well, we've had really bad stories before. Maybe it's not the worst, but. Um, so we read the apology in which she said, I'm deeply sorry, and I apologize, pretty much period. Um, and then the statement by his attorney, David Roth, which says, Mark explicitly reaffirms his acceptance of responsibility and remorse. He reiterates unequivocally that he has never had sexual contact with a minor. Mark voluntarily entered a substance abuse and mental health facility at approximately midnight Sunday Eastern time. I was there, and he will be there for at least 30 days. This decision was Mark's, as was his decision to resign from the United States House of Representatives. This was a life decision, not a tactical one made by others. Mark does not blame the trauma he sustained as a young adolescent for his totally inappropriate emails and IMs. He continues to offer no excuse whatsoever for his conduct. As is so often the case with victims of abuse, Mark advises that he kept his shame to himself for almost 40 years. Specifically, Mark has asked that you be told that between the ages of 13 and 15, he was molested by a clergyman. Mark will address this issue further upon his release from treatment. He very much wanted to release the name of the individual, the church affiliation, and other details, but was advised by civil counsel to delay that decision pending his completion of treatment after Mark has had an opportunity to consult with him. Mark has also asked me on his behalf to thank the literally thousands of ordinary citizens, as well as friends and others who have conveyed their prayers, love, and best wishes to him. Finally, Mark Foley wants you to know that he is a gay man. Yeah, but. which was an open secret in D.C. And there's a number of politicians who are openly gay and, let me rephrase that, who are privately gay, sort of open in D.C., right? But have yeah. a present heterosexual in their district because they probably wouldn't get elected or whatever. They'd have a lot of explaining to do, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, and honestly, it's a hypocrisy that that just drives me insane and and not even so much the hypocrisy of the Republican party, because of, of course that's going to drive me insane, but the hypocrisy of Foley himself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It just, it just, uh, and okay. I did some Googling. This is who I was thinking of and I couldn't remember. Um, so that whole bit about, and Mark Foley wants you to know at last, he is a proud gay man. Thanks, Mark. Thanks. How many kids did you sex again? Um, right. If this isn't going to help uh, anything at all, but if I said the words Kevin Spacey, oh yeah, remember when he was like, "Oh, you're he up on did. charges." Okay, everybody, but you know what? I'm gay. Oh, I right. I didn't know that saying I'm gay gives you a get out of jail free card. I thought that was totally you like the, that. You're going to go to jail and not have sexy times there. It's going to be bad. <laughs> I guess they just want to divert attention from the pedophilia to the gayness, which, you know, give give people something else to talk about. And, oh, he's gay. How long How long has he been gay? <laughs> right. How... <laughs> Listen, molesting uh, children turned me gay. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, really doing, really doing the, the a, a huge disservice. disservice to the, right. Exactly. And absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, oh, well, um, I shared with you earlier, uh, well, actually, it's not just about my friend. Uh, my friend Kelly has a podcast. It's called, I was going to say it's called Apologies Accepted. No, that's ours. Um, <laughs> it's called And Another Thing, which um, starts with an A, like Apologies Accepted. So right. Um, she mentioned on one of her episodes that she's embarrassed by Michael Cohen because he's Jewish and as Trump's defender for a long time, like, oh, God, you're making us look bad. You're not helping anything, right? Uh. Um, but it's also that thing of, and you'll see this a lot on, like, Twitter and TikTok, where a black person will say about some news headline that's just broke, right? Mass shooting or um, criminal escapes jail, right? It's the, please mm-hmm. don't be black. Please don't be black. Please don't be black. Right. Whenever exactly. I hear like congressperson sexing, I'm like, please don't be gay. Please don't be gay. Please don't be gay. Please don't let it have been to boys. For sure. Oh God. Um, it's terrible. Yeah. It's just, uh, he, he threw all the gay people under the bus basically is what he did. And, uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and also he kind of also threw all the people who've been molested by um, by priests under the bus as well as as young people because he's just like pay attention to this, and this is this is I'm not going to say this is why I did it, but you know kind of this is why I did it. Yeah, because I was that, molested. That's it exactly. I I did it because it happened to me, and I need sympathy. Right. I don't know how to right. deal with the tragic so thing that happened to me. And, Incredible. you know, so yeah, I, I don't know enough apology, about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. As for his apology, I give it a zero. There was there were none of our none of our requirements were met except for expression of regret when he said, I apologize. And that's not enough. I give it a, a big fat zero for the one line apology. What do you give uh, that? Uh, again, a zero. Um, it, and I'll even say it's a zero because. Um, not only is it not a good apology, but there is that dodge that he makes through his attorney, right? Right. Which is, I'm so gay and I, I was molested. So I read the statement separately. Um, and I think that the lawyer statement gets a two just because he did say that he was sorry. He acknowledged that he was responsible, that there was no excuse. And he did say that he, uh, he did uh, express regret. But uh, there was no explanation of what went wrong. There, there was no offer of repair unless going to rehab is repair, which it isn't. And there was no request for forgiveness. So I give the lawyer's statement a two. I didn't think about reading his um, statement as you were reading statement. it. I thought that's yeah. a much better apology. So um, it is better, 1.5. but it's still not great. I mean, it, it does some of the work uh, and great. Yeah, some. Exactly. Um, exactly. Cool. And I'm guessing he apologize through his attorney in order for legal stuff maybe mm-hmm. like oh if i if i apologize too much these boys might sue me i wonder if any uh, of them ever did i don't know either i hadn't heard about it all right so that that taken care of uh we'll put mark problem solved in a nice little box and yeah <laughs> fold it up and wrap it up and put it away in a closet where we'll never look at it again. Um, do you have an apology accepted or a who's sorry now this week? You know, um, I was going to share, all right, I've started so far. I'll, I'll go ahead and do it. So who's sorry okay. now is, um, is a 33 year old who invited a 15 year old me many times to his apartment to watch movies mm. and oh, okay. I might've even Pretty been innocent. 14, I'll say maybe oh when God. it started. Um, no, no, no. But what, 15. That That's probably about right. Um, and, and the reason I can track it is because when I was legal, we did go out on a date when I was 18. I see. So I uh-huh. wasn't, yeah, but so nothing ever happened when i was 15 beyond thank god being asked to give back massages no i thought the guy was straight and so i didn't i honestly didn't think anything of it plus 
Honey, everybody was 15, which is why the legal age of consent can't be 16. Because I had I had no idea what was really going on. Um, so we would watch movies. They were appropriate enough. Um, uh-huh. And or I'll, I'll rephrase that because it sounds like they're good. The, they would be intellectually stimulating movies or or series. Like I watched I, Claudius. He was my introduction to I, Claudius. Right. Love that series. It, it was amazing. Not anything that ever would have been watched in my house because too much nudity, even for the 1970s for PBS, right? Which was like two seconds right. of nudity, right? Just my home was 100% the Disney Channel. That was that, right? Sex was just not even a word. Um, And, and so, it, yeah. And my mother worked nights. And it, it, uh-huh. I was Gen X, and it was that time, that era, right? So as long as I was home by 9.30 p.m., everything was fine. I always was. Wow. Um, so not that she knew where I was going, but it wasn't a secret. And I'm sure if I had uh-huh. said, like, oh, I'm over at so-and-so's house. Why? He was the lifeguard at the community pool, right? Oh. Um, respected person around town. Um, wow. Yes. And, um, you know, respected person around town. Don't have teen boys over to your house alone. Just, That's just a just, bad idea. Just don't. Um, yeah. And so it never should have happened. Although I'll give me the VHS series, right? And allow me to take it home and watch it. Or ask my parent. If oh god, I'm right. going into the Florida law there. Oh no. I get my parents' permission to show me I Claudius. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, not quite sure what to do about that, but but I figured I'd share that simply because um it's not it's not exclusive to congressmen. It is very common, it is very wide ranging. Um, and adults do inappropriate things and shouldn't. Um so yeah. that's that. Who's yeah. who's sorry now? Him. And how about just a little apology for, cause there were moments that if things felt weird for me and I wasn't sure like what to do with that feeling. Right. Um, yeah. and so, yeah, yeah. And we'll leave it, we'll leave it there. We'll, we'll leave that there. I'm not traumatized okay. by it. Fair I enough. can watch I Claudius and I don't even think of him. Right. It's not a that's good thing that enters my head almost ever. But uh, this time it did because I was imagining Mark Foley at his computer using AOL mm-hmm. in 2006. I mean, mm-hmm. was that still a thing? Mm-hmm. I guess maybe it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and what he was doing. And I recognized the move. And yeah. yeah. So there there we go. Um, huh. Blah. Yuck. What about you? Apology expected. Who's sorry now? Take us somewhere light. Well, um well, it's kind of light, maybe not super light. Um, but if you remember, a couple weeks ago, I went to Arizona, and on my way, I stayed in a hotel where they gave oh, yeah. the key to my room to another couple. So um, I should have used that as an apology expected. But but anyway, so this week I have uh, something similar uh, in which uh, last Tuesday, federal agents and military personnel conducting a training exercise at a Boston hotel interrogated an unsuspecting civilian after they entered the wrong room by mistake. So they were doing essential military training when um, we were mistakenly sent to the wrong room. The guest was a man in his 30s who works as a pilot for Delta Airlines. He was asleep in his room when agents began banging on his door and demanding to be let in. They handcuffed him put him in the shower and interrogated him for more than 45 minutes before they realized their mistake. And I cannot believe that this would happen. This is like everyone's worst nightmare. I mean, this is something that you can't even think would possibly happen. That poor man. Now he's got PTSD. Oh, it would be so fucking surreal. Can you imagine being asleep in a hotel room, which is already a little weird situation yeah right yeah because it's not your room you're there temporarily um how comfortable are you right Right. i'm sure we've all woken up in a hotel room and walked into the desk because we thought we were home right so you're disoriented and then handcuffed and thrown into a shower and the bit that stop me if i'm wrong because i might be adding this in because it makes it even more interesting but i think it's true Uh that the exercise was the um, the agents were interrogating a spy, and the spy oh, 
was trying to, I'm sure it went on for 45 minutes because the agents who, this was a training exercise, were like, yeah, oh, this guy's really into his role. He's He's right. really good. Right. Wow. He's, he's just not giving up. Not the double agent that we thought. Right. And so, and that poor guy. Wow. That I read poor that. Guy. And I, I kind of laughed in my head, but I never, because, because I'm not a nice person. I didn't <laughs> realize. I never imagined what he f- must have felt. I mean, that's horrible. I mean, I'm slightly traumatized by what happened to me at the La Quinta in Santa Clarita. Um, but I was, I mean, none of this happened to me. I mean, this man is, is, it's got to be devastated. It, that's just got to really ruin your life. Just to be thrown into a shower and interrogated by the military police for 30 fucking, or 45 minutes. I mean, one, then, so fucking surreal. Hopefully he them. Hopefully he sues them for everything oh. that he possibly can. I'm I am sure he has attorneys now, but I want to um, say for for your incident where the couple had been handed a key to your room and yeah and opened the door but couldn't because I guess you had you were smart and you had it like double right. locked and had your suitcase right. up against it and a chair and probably moved the desk up against <laughs> right. it too. It's what I right. do. Right. right. Um, missed opportunity because that's how every porno starts. Oh, what are you doing in my room? Oh, you sexy couple. I'm just laying here in my... I was going to say Martha Stewart negligee. No, Victoria's Secret. Martha Stewart is more age appropriate. I'm in my Martha Stewart Kmart fashions. And here I am. No, I'm in my Victoria's Secret negligee and... Oh, it oh, fell God. off. I'm so scared. Yeah. What a coincidence. Yeah. What a yeah. coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, our, our hearts go out to that poor man, the pilot for Delta Airlines, uh, and we hope that you're okay, dude. I'm sure you're a listener. Um, yeah. I hope you didn't so fly the next day. for this week. Yeah, I don't know. I hope not. Um, yeah. Oh, I stepped on your line. Week, yeah, as far that's... as I know, unless you've got more for us. Well, no, we'll find out. This is it. Um, so you were right, as you were saying before I rudely interjected. Um, this is it. Have a wonderful week, everybody. Stay cool, cucumbers. Is that what I usually say? Stay cool, cucumbers, and don't trip potato chips. And we will see you next week. And Bye. don't accept text messages from congressmen. Bye. Amen. to Apologies Accepted, the podcast. You can find links to the articles and the sources in the show notes. To submit an apology or find out more, visit us at ApologiesAccepted.net, where you can also find our merchandise. We're on Twitter at Apologies Accepted. And on Instagram at Apologies.Accepted. You can support our important work at Patreon forward slash Apologies Accepted. And fuck Facebook. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>